0: It's time again for On Air with Wendell P. On WESN, the Titan Radio Network at Illinois Wesleyan University. It's also the first Friday in the month, which means All Things Restaurant is the topic of the day. And of course you can't do that unless you have a resident (laughs) expert. Well, as usual, I have the, the only resident expert available Actually, I can't imagine it anyone else, and that's Larry Karras, founder of the Bloomington Normal Restaurant Scene. You can find him on Facebook and join, if you're not already, one of over 36,000 followers. Hello, Larry. Good morning,
1: Wendell, and it's a pleasant pleasure to see you back in town. Well, did you have a nice, nice vacation?
0: Yes, I did. Went to Arizona and got some sun. Uh, I think I even got a tan. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't the intent, but I think it happened anyway, Larry. (laughs) Uh, you know, Larry, there's been quite a bit of major news these days in in the uh, on TV, and the newspaper, and the like. It might have been a, about the economy, the midterm elections, gas prices, food prices, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But you know, I it makes me think about. You and myself, you being like a Sherlock Holmes of the restaurant scene. And, of course, that means I have to be Watson. <laughs> so uh, you figure things out, and then I say, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> so, Larry, what have you figured about, out about the major news in the restaurant industry?
1: There's one major local story in the restaurant uh, business here in Bloomington Normal. And uh, we announced that Green Gables is going to rebuild. And, of course, Wendell, you remember back in May, uh, just had that tragic fire. Oh, yes. Green Gables restaurant. It burned, and it just went about that fast. That building was, what, 19... 30s and dry it wood and, everything. and It just engulfed, and it burned down to the ground almost. Yeah, absolutely. And this this was an iconic restaurant. Well, it was a grocery store. It was a place you could buy uh, minerals. You could buy worms. You could, I said, a grocery store. It was a restaurant. Uh-huh. And um, when I use the term iconic, it actually fits in that. And since it burned last May, one of the questions has been, are they going to rebuild? Big question of the day. And the we found the answer to that, that yes, they are planning, planning on rebuilding. And um, of course, they can't duplicate the atmosphere that they had mm. before. But what they're planning is what they call kind of a bigger and better, or I shouldn't say newer and better, but it's going to be a different type of restaurant than they had before. The menu will be the same, except where they had 50 seats before, they're going to have 80 Well, it's 80 going to be seats. a little bigger there. Okay. And, and uh, they're going to have a beer garden, which I think is a great idea. Ah. Like, look, I think the beer garden they said will seat 30 people, 50 people. Something, something like that. And one thing, I really hate to say this, but if there was any criticism of Green Gables, was they were a little slow on, on their service. Why? Uh,
0: because maybe they that one
1: grill that they had, right? If <laughs> they had a big crowd and they only had one grill. Yes. The new restaurant's going to have two, two Okay, <laughs> all righty, we've gone big time. <laughs> so, so, so for me, they're going to be turning that uh, food out just just a little bit faster. Um, <clears throat> and actually, in in talking about one, they
0: also had uh, uh, what one tap.
1: That was, that people who are not familiar with Green Gables, it was iconic for, I don't know how many years, they only had one tap. Mm-hmm. And it was Budweiser for many years, and then during <clears throat> during COVID, when the distributor didn't have any uh, Budweiser, they put in Bud Light, so they changed to that. So that one loan tap is now going to become five, five, five taps.
0: Well, now that, that works. let uh, see, that works out with the numbers of going from seating 50
1: to 80, uh, in addition to having uh, the beer. And, uh, I think we can mention the, mention the cost here. Uh, when I was talking with, uh, with the uh, Kyle and Amy, um, uh, the estimated cost of rebuilding that is uh, going to be approximately $1.2 $1. million, $1. 2 million mm. uh, which was more than what they thought it would be. But uh, obviously, you know, they thought they could they could handle that. But you and I have talked about new wrestlers before, but, uh, you know, $1.2 that's that's a lot of money yeah that's
0: uh, and I like that reinvestment back in the community they could have said you know we'll we'll get the uh, insurance funds and you know have a nice day but they've had so much entrance interest in loyal customers uh, I'm glad to see them coming back yes
1: and this and this really is a major story and uh, after I printed it it just spread like wildfire the Pangraph picked it up, JBC picked it up, Channel 25 picked it up, uh, BNQ. And um, it's a good story. It's sad. It's tragic that it burned, but it's coming back.
0: And we'll get a chance then to have your favorite what? Uh, mine was the Smash Burgers, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Well, we have another category, and that's about uh, new restaurants slash bakeries opening since the last time we chatted.
1: I found out since I've been doing this that the maybe three areas of interest that uh, people really have in restaurants, it's one, the new restaurants that are coming or that have opened. It's the ones that have, have closed. Well, those those are the are the two major ones, and the third one, if there's been any major changes in uh-huh. the restaurant, that. So we have um, since we were on the last time, we've uh, I've announced or I I wrote about uh, we have uh, we have two more coming. Um, one is the Love Shack. And the love shack is going to be where Ephesus was on East Empire Street, and, it's an old Pizza Hut building. huh. but that was before you came to that town. That was bro. well
0: before my time. <laughs> you know, I I can't resist from saying, and some reason it stuck in my mind, always saying the love shack. <laughs> it comes up that, and I thought there's a '60s or '70s vibes about it. I don't know what it is. Well, there actually is some nostalgia. It. It harkens, the title, The Love Shack, uh, harkens back to 1989 in the group, the uh, B-52s. It ended up being their title song, maybe uh, the last song that they were really well known for. I'm familiar with the song, but not the detail. Yeah, I thought, I knew there was something there. Well, what about The Love
1: Shack? Well... This is uh, being done by Aaron Francis, and uh, uh, you and I both know Aaron. He's done the very successful, and I want to emphasize, very successful pop-up chicken yes, show. Yes, sure. And uh, he took what a... I'm not really a chicken breast man, but uh, the way he serves his uh, his chicken breast, the pop-up chicken, i become a fan of his. He wants to do the same thing with with hamburgers, uh, he he says, to quote him, Larry, this is going to be the best hamburger in town. And he's done something here that I had not heard of. You're familiar with Bloomington Meats, of course, yes. Wendell. And Aaron was telling me that kind of working in tandem, in, in partnership with the Bloomington Meats, Aaron has his own recipe, and I'm using air quotes for that where they're using three different top cuts of meat. I would now say he, he would not tell me what, what the, they were what they were. Uh, okay. Patented and everything. <laughs> but they they're you know, they they're using three different top top cuts of meat. Uh, they played around with the different percentages and that so when you go to the Love Shack and the burger you're getting, the ground beef you're getting, uh, this is actually a custom
0: it's, ground ground beef. It's not like going to the grocery store and just pulling it out, uh, you know.
1: And it, I had never heard of I, this. Had that's you,
0: new to me too.
1: And um, that when I stopped by to interview him, he, <clears throat> we were going to take a picture of his double burger. So they made one up, and we took pictures. Of course, when he threw taking pictures, what did they do? They said, Larry, do you want to eat this? Up? Oh, of course. You didn't tell me you were taking photos. <laughs> <laughs> I could have been involved in that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I uh, I tried their double burger, and it was really great. But this is interesting. Aaron's, Aaron's an interesting guy, one of the bright One of the bright younger fellows in the restaurant business in my term, his menu consists of solely four different burgers and sides. So you can go in there and order a single burger, a double burger, a triple burger, even used to that. But I'm not used to or quad a quad. Oh my goodness! And then he has the four sides, the fries and. And um, whatever it is, it, and then he has beer uh-huh. uh, beer in cans. But it's just, it's a very simple menu, a very simple place. He's trying something different. This is unique to Bloomington Normal. I hope it works for him. We're going to keep an eye on it.
0: Yeah, a close eye. Plus, I'd like <laughs> to see that quad. I'd like to see what that looks like, too. All right, and then we have Crave Hot Dogs and Barbecue.
1: We talked about Crave. We have talked about Crave Hot Dogs and Barbecue in the past. Uh, It's a small chain out of New York. Uh, It did open, uh, what, maybe a week ago, 10, 10 days ago. It's on East Oakland Avenue. Uh Wendell, I'll let you explain to people where it where it's located. Yes.
0: Okay. East Oakland Avenue, you know, right there at uh I think that's 4 Seasons Road in Oak East Oakland and it's the Shell gas station. And we say sometimes you'll hear people say, "Oh, it's uh at the Shell gas station." It is not at the Shell gas station. It's adjacent to it. You're not pumping gas and getting uh, your your favorite hot dog and barbecue right there, but there's a little strip, a um, mall where used to be a couple of stores there. So it parallels right there at East Oakland, and there you have it.
1: It's uh they've actually they actually it's a separate building as you said used used to be a nail place. That's right. That's and right. They expanded they actually expanded into the gas station, but uh, the owners told me uh, that they spent. $700,000 and they're remodeling. The place looks good. You will need to stop by there. And they have the second beer pour wall in town. Beer pour wall. Is it itself pour? No. It, uh, when I say pour, Is P-O-U-R. Oh. Pour. pour. Okay. Where, yeah. where this is a metered beer wall. Uh, now, they have the largest one in town they've they've got twenty four different taps hmm. so and with a meter you can if if you're there it you put your credit card in and they and it charge it charges and you can get an ounce of this if you want to or an ounce of this okay. or two ounces. You can try all okay. twenty four beers if you want to and that. I might be stuck to the wall, <laughs> so so uh, I think it's going to going to be. Interesting. Oh, and I do want to remind people: people say that parking is tight there. Parking is tight, but on the south side of the building of the of the gas station, I count them. There, there's eleven parking spots. Okay, over, over there. So I just wanted to mention that, that, that those, those are
0: available. All right. Good, good point. Because it could look like you're parking at the gas station. Uh, It's just on the other side of the building. Yes. All right. Um, Maria's cakes. Oh, that is, that,
1: that makes my mouth water, Larry. I posted the, uh, I posted photos of some of the cakes that she did did you happen to look at the the photos of those cakes
0: they were amazing in one way you almost want to you hate to actually take a knife and slice into it they were works of art uh sculpture almost and so but in another way obviously everyone knows maria's cakes or most people do and they're
1: just delicious she had a, she had a part-time business. All of her cakes are custom cakes. She had a she had a part-time business. So she bought the cookies by design franchise. The cookies by design uh, by design has a large kitchen in it. So she combined her Maria's cake, she moved that to to, to cookies by design. I was familiar with her, but not that familiar with her till I started to do the story. And uh, she asked me not not to print, well, she preferred that, yeah. I, that I not mention it uh, or write about it in front of 36,000 people, but uh, she's done cakes for as much as $3,000. And I, I could see it in some of those Designs, but yet
0: they those uh, designs that you posted—they weren't even the three thousand dollar cakes. So uh, they're really affordable uh, cakes, but just that special design—it's pretty neat.
1: Yeah, yes, and uh, and she wanted to emphasize, Larry, not all my cakes are three thousand (laughs) dollars. Yes, so 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 we don't want to scare people off. She starts off with the lore lower price and everything
0: you know uh, invariably invariably larry if there are new restaurants open then there are some closings as well and i guess i should have said invariably um sherlock and that's when you would say yes uh wendell or watson indubitably indubitably I can't say it can you no, <laughs> so why don't we just talk about the clothes ones
1: <laughs> uh, yes we've had uh, two clothes and one was one of my favorite ones Ah, uh, Gracie's Tacos and Wings This was, this was on South Main Street in Bloomington the little Mexican grocery store down there yeah. this is the one that that was attached to it, just okay. just right there, uh, attached to it, and um, I would my favorite there was the taco salad, and she was she would use shredded lettuce for her taco salad, and I liked that, mm. and it was usually a once every ten days stop for me in that. Um, this, it was a very small operation a uh, couple reasons why she closed she couldn't find find help uh there were some days she was there by by herself and oh, you, oh. you can't answer the phone you can't run the register you, you can't, can't do the cook, food you and can't everything prep you can't do everything and then part of her family moved over to Peoria and so she wanted to join them um, she she was very successful for a while but She's just got hit hit hard by the COVID.
0: I understand. And uh there was a closing in the at the uptown station in normal.
1: There was a subway there. Uh it closed and I'm I'm not sure why. I've not talked with the franchisee. I don't know whether the lease was up. I don't know why why it closed. Yeah. But I do know that it closed. Stopped by there the other day. The space had been completely cleaned out. So I guess we should mention when one closes, there's an opportunity for somebody else. And that,
0: it seems to always be the case. Um, And and that that leads right into new restaurant since the last time we chatted and I like to think of it as shaken and not stirred. a <laughs> I minute, mean, Sherlock, I think I might have the wrong movie. Um, uh, how about, uh, just tell us about Shake It Up Cocktail Lounge and
1: Eatery. Uh, shake It Up Cocktail Lounge and Eatery, that's going, that's on Front Street, what we call the Front Street Corridor. Uh, and it's uh, two local people who have a lot of experience in the bar restaurant business. This is their uh, first one of ownership. And this is going into the former Tony's Tacos, which is uh, right aside of Jazz Up yes, Front. Yes, yes.
0: Uh, Tom's at, uh, in the past was at Jazz Up Front, come out, or before, and uh, take about 15 steps, and I'm right there at Tony's Tacos.
1: Uh some sometime I'm going to write about and we're gonna to have to talk about Wendell is what I call the Front Street Corridor where it starts at the stable on two hundred East Front Street. Uh-huh. Then comes to the Diggers Tavern and then Oh, going right down the line. Farms, right. Rosie's. Uh, right on down, yeah. down the line. And this is off topic, so I'm I'm sorry. But People who aren't familiar with downtown Bloomington kind of put all of downtown Bloomington in one basket. It's not. The Front Street Corridor is an entirely different atmosphere, attracts a different crowd than the ones at the bottom of the hill where the college kids go. Yes, but we'll, I agree. We'll, we'll talk about that ah, another
0: I see uh, another. I have to think of uh, what characters we might be to describe <laughs> that. <laughs> Uh, Larry, we're going to talk about uh, the number 14, but before we go there, I think for those who are just joining us, we should, uh... Probably have a station break. So you're listening to On Air with me, Wendell P. And, uh, once a month, I have a special guest on and that's Larry Karras. He is the founder of the Bloomington Normal restaurant scene. And we talk about all things restaurants, openings, closings, what's coming, what's expanding. We really enjoy the time together. Now, uh, we're on at 88.1 on your FM dial, and you can also find us on streaming on WESN, the Titan Radio Network, which is a radio station at Illinois Wesleyan University. So with that station break, now we can talk about the number 14. And what's the significance
1: of that, Larry? Well, Wendell, I I do the uh, restaurant scene blog, and uh, that's where I'll post three, four, five posts a week uh, on that. And uh, I've kind of developed kind of my own method for doing it. Most times it comes out fairly quickly, fairly well. But I do the panograph monthly column, and I'm not really a professional writer. And the panograph monthly column causes me some problems because I'm not a professional <laughs> writer and and that. You have a professional <laughs> editor and that's in Kay, your wife. <laughs> I, I do. I do have and I have kind of a each month I have a kind of a tough time uh, coming coming up with a, a, a topic for the paragraph column. Well, my column uh, that I did for for last month, I was thinking of topics and I, I knew we had a lot of restaurants planned for Bloomington Normal. So I was sitting at the kitchen table with a pencil and paper, and just started. You know how you write write down sure. different names. And I'm okay. What do you think? You know, can you think of Next any others? Next, thing you know and, you have a long list, and, right? And I have and I have a list, and I counted the and I counted the places. I come up with fourteen places, Wendell. I count them again. So finally, I said, "Here, Kay. <laughs> count this and, and see." And make what sure that's
0: see. what it is.
1: Uh, I find that I find that uh, interesting, amazing. Four, 14 places coming in. Uh, we covered most of these in the past, Wendell. Do you just kind of want to make a just a, a yeah. quick rundown, or how Let's, do you yep. how
0: do you want to handle this? We're going to run through these. So I I say to our our listeners. Uh, hang on, we're gonna go through them, and if you didn't catch them all, or you're trying to write something down, we'll be uh, playing this again at four o'clock on Sunday, and then Monday and Wednesday at four o'clock as well.
1: Something else that I didn't talk with you ahead of time about this, but I've I've had several people tell me when they uh, when they listen to this that they wish they had a pencil and paper to make notes. Ah. So- uh, so maybe sometime we should remind people a, and, to grab a pencil and paper. And well, make, I, make I, paper. I think that
0: was pretty slick of you in giving that <laughs> reminder there. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, Larry. Well, uh, and you start off that 14 with, I'm not even sure how to pronounce it. I can pronounce the dang part of it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, um, well, actually I can pronounce, somewhat pronounce it. I can I can thank Kay for this. Um, she, she knows how to do this. She went to Google where you can do this. Oh, yes, yes. I, I, I think it's Banh Mi. Uh, it's Dang Banh Mi and Poke Restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Banh Mi, it's a Vietnamese sandwich. I wasn't familiar with it. It's a husband and wife out of Peoria. have a very successful restaurant. They're going into the former Arby's on East Empire Street. Ah, yes. Uh, what is that? Empire and Tawanda. Empire and Tawanda. And, and we talked about this uh, this past spring. Um, the Arby's have been there for 40 years. Mm. And, and it closed. And uh, so they're... I don't think they've started working there yet, but... Uh, I'm looking forward to this. I've not had a banh mi sandwich. And, and uh, bobo tea as well. Yeah. So uh, yes. that'll be one of their features. And they're going to have the poke. And uh, so it'll be something new for, for the community. Uh, an, another one coming in is Baba Restaurant. I think we talked about this yes, the last we time. Did. It's a very unusual restaurant. All the meats are going to be halal meats. And um, the person who's doing it is a Middle Eastern person, and, but he's going to have an American menu. Uh, burgers, pizza, deep-fried fish, chicken, and this is in the former Zen restaurant, or the, other people may remember it as the Pizza Hut on North Main. On oh, North, yes. yes. In, um, in Normal, and I, this is a first for for me. Uh, we've had places that have offered halal meat, but not one where everything is halal, and it's an American menu. And in, yeah, and be this, that'll be yeah. different. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, shake It Up Cocktail, we just talked about right. that. I think the last time we talked about Hacienda, Leon is going in that long-time vacant space in... Uptown Normal, the first floor of Number One Uptown yes. Plaza, a
0: long time vacant. So it's nice to see that occupied. And and then there's a, also the Hosteinda on Hershey, which they just what updated,
1: painted the uh, exterior. And before that, uh, the first part of the year, he gutted the uh, uh, gutted the bar and rebuilt that. And if you haven't had a chance to stop by, please do. Uh, Another one, uh, Bojangles, uh, that's going in the Love's Travel Stop, and we've talked about that before, how quickly that travel stop is going up. Yes. I'm not Uh, familiar with Bojangles. It's a southern fried chicken restaurant.
0: You know, I uh, drove to Arizona on vacation, and I would see the Love um, uh, Travel Stops all along the way. Not a single Bojangles in any of them. Really. I was looking for it too. I wanted to surprise you with Flarry. If I saw it, I was gonna stop. But none of them had the Bojangles in it. It's more a
1: southern thing, like you said. Yes, and this will only be the four uh this will only be the third Bojangles in Illinois. So um I'm looking forward to trying it. We talked about chicken salad chick before. This was the stay at home mom. In Auburn, Alabama, she made she was making some excellent chicken salad sandwiches. Selling had, out of her house, she had taken to the PTA, sell it to neighbors. Yeah, the health department came knocking on her door, and she went from a uh, stay-at-home mom that the health department shut down to a chain that's headquartered in Alabama. Two hundred five restaurants in seventeen states,
0: and and four locations in Illinois. Look it up again. East Peoria, East Peoria, Edwardsville, O'Fallon, and Creedcor are the locations. So we'll have one here.
1: Uh, then Panda Express is under construction on West Market Street. Right, they're supposed to be open before the end of the year. Uh, Another one I think many people are excited about, Egg Republic, Brunch and Bubbles. Brunch and Bubbles, I like that. (laughs) They're going in to the former Cafe Italia, right across the street from Rob Dobbs. Rob
0: Dobbs on the curve there, yes.
1: And uh, this is owned by the family out of Leroy, who owns Jack's Cafe. And... um, they describe this as going to be it's going to be a breakfast and lunch place. It's going to be a little bit more upscale. They're going to have a full liquor license. They're going to be serving the the brunch cocktails, and that. And uh, I think this is going to be a little bit something different for for Bloomington normal.
0: So we go from Egg Republic, a uh, uh, brunch and bubbles, to uh,
1: Stacey Olson and Crumble's Cookies. I had never heard of Crumble's Cookies till I wrote the story announcing it was coming to Bloomington Normal, and my God, Wendell, it's just every time I write about Crumble's Cookies, the <laughs> number just—I'm uh, ready to try it. That All was, right, and and that should open very very quickly. That's um, in the uh, shops of College Hill. Yes.
0: Um, uh, where the former uh, Coldstone Creamery was. Yes.
1: Okay, and uh, we talked about Scooter's Coffee coming in. This is a drive-through planned on 1510 North Main Street, mm-hmm. right across the street from Tobin's Pizza. There's that okay. empty yes. lot there. I know where you're talking about. And uh, they've not started to work there yet. X Golf. It's a golfing simulator plant place. Planned for the former uh, Tacos Asian Grill Buffet, uh, which is just two doors down from High V, They're going to have a bar and restaurant in there. So uh, they'll have the, the
0: golf simulation. Uh, you can go in for that and then have a, a, a bar and restaurant connected as well. Yes. Pretty neat.
1: And then, uh, Jersey Mike's, uh, they're working, uh, full blast on Jersey Mike's. Now this is going into former Sakai Japan in the flats right there on main street than yes. normal. Okay. Now Watson,
0: it's time to talk about some E and O. No, wait a minute. It, that's errors and emission. I think I need to switch it around. How about O and E? <laughs> uh, talk about some odd, and odds and ends.
1: That's not a very uh, very original description that I put on it, but uh, <laughs> but that it fits. I didn't know what else to call it. Yeah, <laughs> um, Something we briefly mentioned the last time, and I want to mention it again. This month, November, uh, Ozark House. This is 50 years for them. Happy anniversary. And... Um, would, I would encourage people, if you want to go out to a very nice restaurant, mm-hmm. seek out the Ozark House. I
0: think that's a great idea. I'm give, glad give, you're reminding our listeners about give it. Give it a try. Uh, we also have the Ed's Normal workshop.
1: This is a knife sharpening workshop, and they have moved from a their garage on the west side of Bloomington out past Farm and Fleet, to right in Uptown Normal. And this is totally new to me. So it kind of fits in that this
0: category uh, that we've said odds and ends because
1: it's not a, a restaurant. It's not a restaurant, but it's kind of involved in restaurants. This, Where Domino's Pizza is, right across Buford from Watterson Towers, this is in the lot adjacent to uh, Domino's Pizzas. I I think it was a real estate sales office before. Okay. And uh I said, they moved all their equipment, their knife sharpening equipment and that. And I find it really interesting walking inside there. It kind of takes me back to the old days when I was growing up in a small town. There would be like maybe a, a blacksmith shop or something like that that would repair farm equipment. Mm-hmm. Both my grandparents were, were, were farmers and that. But when you walk in there, it's just, my God, Wendell, it's just all this sharpening equipment, all these different belts and equipment and things going and that. And I just find it interesting. They, they sharpen everything from, uh, from knives to scissors, carpentry tool, tools more blades outdoor tools and they're telling me um taylor was uh was telling me that the restaurants will come in and they might drop off from 10 to 25 knives Uh at a time just bring in a box and set it down and come back and whatever it takes a day or so and and um and pick them up so they they do a real service for the community but it's just not commercial. If your knife in your kitchen is getting a little dull, you can take your knives back there. And
0: so that people know that this is not a a uh, just for restaurants uh, sharpen knives. Like you said, the uh, lawnmower. Uh, blades your shears that you use this is perfect time as you as we go into fall and winter get your things sharpened and ready for um what's coming next spring eventually
1: <laughs> and, i like that uh, and taylor he's uh he's not an usual young man he uh when he was in scouts well, his, his dad is a tinkerer and uh Taylor took an interest in knife making since when he started in scout snat. He's twenty three years old, twenty three, and he has sold knives to thirty five different countries. He sells. Uh, he takes orders from literally throughout the United States and the world. He he told me he shut off the orders for the holidays. Uh, you cannot go in there and order order a, a knife as a gift to give this Christmas. He's booked up. Wow. And uh, he makes all kinds of knives. He's really, he's really a talented guy. And even though it's not a restaurant, I would suggest, when you have a minute, stop on by.
0: He's 23 years old and sold knives to over 35 countries. Larry, I'm 60 plus and I have yet to sell a knife (laughs) to anyone. Needless to say, another country. But something I do know about and uh, uh, everyone just has to be familiar
1: with the Bistro. And I wrote about uh, Jan Lancaster and the Bistro the last time. Have you by chance driven by there at night this last 2 or 3 weeks with the holiday uh, with the Halloween and unfortunately, the,
0: the, I was out, I was out of town oh, oh you were in Arizona Right so I didn't get a chance to see it except for what you posted and yeah. showed some photos there
1: Jan Jan is one of my favorite favorite people and uh she's decorates for all the holidays and uh, she does a wonderful job this time for Halloween, it was, I thought it was something special. Mm-hmm. When you drive by, you could see all the decorations through the window. Yeah. And then when you go in, you go upstairs and shoot pictures down. Uh, she does such a nice job decorating. And now when Halloween's over, she'll be taking those down, and it'll be the uh, holiday season coming up. And she gets in this huge Christmas tree, and um, so I'm looking forward to see what she's going to do, yes. do for Christmas this year. And then uh,
0: lastly on the list, Veracruz?
1: I, um, I, I, um, I did an article on, on Veracruz, and uh, Veracruz, I believe, sells more tacos than any any other place in town. Uh they specialize in tacos. They sell a lot of tacos. Uh the husband and wife who own it, they have an excellent business. I think they're making a lot of money there, at Wendell, which is deservedly yeah. so. And uh,
0: now it's it they, they sell more tacos in town. It's not just because of your frequent stops there, right?
1: Well, no, <laughs> No, because I uh, I am a frequent stopper but, but I, I like I spread around to the Mexican yes. places. <laughs> but but they now this is um, we need to help tell tell people where Veracruz is and I always it's right aside a Purin restaurant, if that if that helps. Mm. Uh, what, what what's the bread place that's right there where, where Purin is?
0: Oh yes, yes. No. It's that little strip mall. It's the strip mall.
1: Yes.
0: uh, I can't think of it at the moment.
1: And for the people who have been around town for a while, it's right across the street from the old Cub Foods. Yes. Were, Were you here when Cub Foods? Yes,
0: I was. And uh, so I know I just... What is the street? It's the same street that goes to the uh, mall. I think it's
1: Eastland Drive. Eastland Drive. Eastland Drive. Yes, Eastland. that's it. Okay. okay. Hey,
0: put two of us together. We can figure something out half the time. <laughs> well, Larry or Watson. No, I'm Watson. Well, Sherlock, you know, we talked about many popular food-related items and and some not food-related. However... There is something popular that goes on top of something that everyone
1: likes, and it's uh, pizza toppings. I spend too much time on Facebook, too much time <laughs> on the Internet, and one day I was I was looking, and here was um, two large surveys were done on the most popular pizza toppings. Mm. And that, that's just something that Catches my mind. Do we have time where I can quickly yes, go, this, go through it? let's
0: run through it. And we give our listeners about two seconds. What's your favorite topping? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Okay, that's it. Go, Larry. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> the most favorite uh, <clears throat> favorite uh, pizza topping, according to this, well, actually, this combination of two surveys, Um Pepperoni was number one, and I guess that doesn't surprise you. No, I
0: was thinking the same thing. Yeah, that's about right. That's kind of your introduction to pizzas, right? You always start with pepperoni.
1: And 64% of the respondents said that, or the orders, people said that pepperoni was their favorite topping, Mm. 64%. Uh, Sausage was number two. Again, that's that's not really a surprise.
0: Number three is my favorite. Mushrooms. Yes.
1: Uh, I like
0: the combination actually, the sausage and the mushrooms. That's what I normally order.
1: Well, my my favorite is, some people call it the kitchen sink. It's everything. Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> so then the number four most popular was onions, uh, bacon, 42% of the people uh, got, got bacon on their pizzas. Mm-hmm. Uh, peppers. Now, I like some peppers. Uh, I eat almost anything except I'm not a bell green pepper fan. Okay. But there's other peppers that
0: I do Spicy enjoy. peppers. You Okay. Then you have uh, black olives at, at number seven. Yeah. And uh, Canadian bacon and ham.
1: Came in number eight and we had uh too tied for the number nine the number the uh, pineapple and spinach. I've had pineapple and pizza, it's not my favorite. I'm not sure if I've had spinach on I haven't I- unless it, it fell all, on it by accident while I as I was taking a bite, I haven't had that uh and one thing I forgot to put on there they also they also had the least favorite topping. oh, and the least favorite topping is one of my favorite toppings. Liver. <laughs> no? <laughs> okay. <laughs> anchovies. Oh, anto
0: Yeah, no. Are yeah. you an anchovy fan? No, I am not. So, yep, uh, that is the <laughs> least favorite. <laughs> that's, I can see that. That's
1: way K is. If we get anchovies, if I get anchovies at the Lucre Grill, I, I may have told the story right when I I'll, I'll say I'll take... Anchovies on my side, cable say he means his side of the table. Oh, side of the table. Okay, the, (laughs) the table, not his side. His
0: side of the pizza. Well, Larry, you started talking about the mural that is on the Namaste Plaza, on the wall of the Namaste Plaza, which is the Indian market. And it was done by Courtney Smith and unfortunately had a little technical problem there. So we're kind of picking up right in the middle of that conversation. Thanks for bearing up with us.
1: And uh, he commissioned her to come in and do an illustration of an Indian market. And... Um, cover the, the entire wall that's
0: a pretty large wall there
1: the cover as well murals 51 feet by 17 feet when they went in and applied for the city of Bloomington for the permit she was told that this is the or was is the largest commissioned mural that has been done in McLean County. I would really encourage people to drive by and look at it. I put photos of it on Bloomington Normal Restaurant scene. Uh, Courtney, who I did not know, she's a very interesting young woman. She received her bachelor's degree from Drury University in Missouri. It was like a Bachelor of Arts or something like that. And she's in a five-year architectural program now Ah. where she's in the third year of of her five-year architectural degree. So she will be uh, drawing a lot of buildings here in in two, three years or so. Um, She told me, and KP told me, and I could print this, and I did. Uh, She received a $9,000 commission for doing that, and the reason why that I I mentioned it, is, uh, Wendell, it's is, is not because of the amount she was paid, but I think uh, we should thank KP, uh, Kara Patel, who's the owner of the building, he invested $9,000 yeah. for, for that wall, and it just helped beautify the community. So I
0: think we should compliment him at, on, on that. Adds character to the community. Yes. So that's that's pretty neat. I'm I'm glad you did bring that up, Larry. And I don't recall,
1: Larry. Is there a photo on your Facebook page? Yes. On the Bloomington. Normal yes, I did. Scene? I did a post uh, 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 approximately two weeks ago, and I've got several photos there of uh, Bloomington Normal Restaurant scene and uh, my interview with uh, with 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 Courtney. It's a nice addition to the community. Mm, that is.
0: And Larry, one last item to talk about. It's your favorite.
1: Well, let, let me explain Larry's favorite <laughs> menu item. <clears throat> Every month in my paragraph column, I throw in a Larry a Larry favorite menu item. And uh, I, I threw one in a couple weeks ago. Well, I guess the column before last. Um, La Mexicana grocery store didn't. Uh, not, I, no, no, not La Mexicana. Lupita's, Lupita's. Mex- Mexican. Yes. We've talked about that before, didn't we? Yes. Uh huh. On Friday, Friday and Saturday, or Saturday and, and 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 Sunday, when you go in there, they have these big, big pots. When where they're cooking up carnitas, or cooking up barbacoa, they're cooking up menudo. It's just um uh, it's just it's the only place in town that that really, really has that. I like Mexican food. And um, they sell carnitas, they sell barbacoas, they sell tamales, everything by the pound. It's, it's a grocery store which um, which has these meat sales on weekend to cook. And so you go in and buy carnitas. Carnitas is one of my favorite. I love carnitas. I re-
0: I remember actually you inspired me to go in the store. It's just over, just past the DMV, um, and I thought, you know, I have no idea what this is like, but I'm going in, and it was pretty neat to uh, to go in and see some things that I recognize, but then a whole lot of. Mexican-related uh, produce and other foods that I
1: didn't. Wasn't that a wonderful produce department?
0: Yes. Oh, that was really neat. Uh, Well-stocked and fresh uh, things in are. In fact,
1: since the owners have come in, that Kay will go over there every now and then. She's got two or three favorite uh, produce items that she said these are the best in town, and, and she'll go over there and do some shopping. So if you're looking at buying... The Mexican meats by the pound on the on on the weekends. Stop a Lupitas, and there you have it. You got it from a
0: high. Uh, what was that, the phrase? White ho- White House source. <laughs> 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 you know, uh, Larry, I've uh, jokingly referred to you as Sherlock Holmes through throughout this episode, and me as Watson, but in reality Larry Carris is the man in the know about all things restaurants in Bloomington normal and the surrounding area. So we we thank you Larry for continuing to educate us about what's coming, what's going, uh what's new, what's expanded. There's so many different categories, but you seem to cover them all. Um, so until we meet again at the beginning
1: of December, right? Wendell, uh, thank you for inviting me to come in every month. I really enjoy it. We kind of, it's kind of the gospel of Bloomington normal oh, restaurants that we talk about. I like about. that. The you gospel. Like yeah. But then again, thank you for asking me, Wendell. Oh, my pleasure. And Larry,
0: I'd say, uh, may your pizza toppings always be fresh and your bobo tea. (laughs) Cold? I guess I haven't had that. (laughs) You've been listening to On Air with me, Wendell P. on WESN, the Titan Radio Network at Illinois Wesleyan University.